and welcome to the U-Turn Podcast. This is your host, Ashley Stahl. I'm a career expert, a speaker, and the best-selling author of the book, U-Turn. Get unstuck, discover your direction, design your dream career. I wrote the U-Turn book and created this podcast to help you reconnect to who you truly are at your core and that's why every single week I bring a guest on with the intention of helping you upgrade your confidence in work and in love. I'm also so excited to say that this episode has been sponsored in part by our friends over at Soul CBD. I'm so careful about putting things into my body these days, and this is the only CBD company I've come to trust with my wellness. They are organically farmed, gluten-free, and have absolutely zero THC in their products. It's just a clean CBD to help you ditch your stress, sleep better, and soothe anxiety. My absolute favorite product of theirs is the orange cream gummies. They also have raspberry and strawberry, which are really good. And after about two weeks of having one gummy every single evening with CBD in it to treat my little sweet tooth with a dessert, I can't help but notice that my sleep has drastically improved every single night. I actually wear a ring to measure my sleep and it's just undeniable what these little gummy friends have done for me. And without THC, you're just getting the calming effects of the CBD plant, none of the high, which is why they are so safe to take. They each come in 10 milligrams or 25 milligram doses of CBD to calm you down from the day in the sweetest and tastiest of ways. And the best thing about them is that they don't taste at all like CBD. I once tried another CBD gummy bear from another company and it was like, whoa, it tasted like I was eating a skunk wrapped in marijuana and sugar. So anyway... I've come to love these little gummies from Soul CBD, and as a way to love myself, to use whatever resources exist in the world that help me be more well as a human, these are so one of them. So our friends at Soul CBD have given us a discount code for 15% off your order. Just head on over to ashleystahl.com slash soul. It's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-T-A-H-L dot com slash S-O-U-L to access our special page with them. And don't forget to use the U-Turn code at checkout. That's Y-O-U-T-U-R-N at checkout. Now let's get in to this week's episode. You've got to go and find your people. Everything starts from you. If you don't know who you are, you're not going to find your people, period. The, the, the U-Turn, you've got to look inwards. What are the things that excite you the most? What are the things that make you the happiest? You know, what are the things you value in people? Like, the more you know those things, the easier you'll be it to find your people. The, the, the stronger your boundaries will become. And that's unfortunately what a lot of people don't, and they'll jump from social circle to social circle. Okay, U-Turn friends, guess who? It's me. I am so excited to be on here today with a really special guest. It's so rare that my team just sends me somebody's Instagram and says, wow, this person has so much to say. And we get so many pitches and it's just such a breath of air to have Simon Hall on today. And you got to follow him on Instagram. It's Simon Hall BC. And he's the CEO of the Nourish Group and also Godhead Coffee. And he really just helps people build brands. And I'd listen to some of his content around being a top performer. And I know we're all just trying to get our shit together at all times and be the best we can be. And so I wanted to bring him on to just give you some insights and some mind shifts around how to really create your path in a way that you're excited about and how to get out of the matrix, which like God knows we're all so domesticated and, you know, it's so helpful to get out and really create who you are. So Simon, thank you so much for being here. Hey, I'm excited. I I really admire your energy. I can't wait to speak to you and your audience. You know, this energy is a crazy energy, but it, I'm trying to harness it effectively. And I feel like you're a little bit better at that than me possibly. So I'm I'm excited to hear, like, you feel like you're juggling a lot of things right now. What are you most excited about? For me at the minute, um, there's quite a few things. I'm a bit, from. I'll split it into two categories. I mean, there's personal and there's business. I mean, personal, I'm a, a, a very, uh, this is why I like the name of your podcast, because I feel like I'm a, another U-turn in life. I feel like you, you kind of grow in cycles where you get to the end of cycles, start something new, and then you go again. So, I mean, personally, at the minute, I'm kind of at my own little U-turn where I always call it like crouching tiger. Like we, 
I, I've been crouching for a little while. I now know the target and we're about to pounce. So personally, I'm, we're ready to pounce at a very large target, which I'm excited about. And also on a business note, we've got, um, it's, it's Godhead Experiences. So we've, we've actually got a few umbrella brands, which are all starting to come to life. So we've got six businesses about to launch over the, the duration, well, the final duration of 2021 and the early stage of 2022. So I'm excited for those popping off. And I'm also excited for this conversation because yeah, it's going to go, going to go deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like um, being in a U-turn, like we're, you're always kind of working through something personally. So I'm curious, like before I even go into top performer, because I think it'd be interesting just to hear, like, what are you up against personally? Like, what are you working on with yourself or growing? Yeah, um, quite a few things at the minute. There's, there's, I think there's a few moments in life, again, the U-turn, like we were speaking, is just where you look inwards and you, you've got to kind of, it's one of those moments when you've got to stop and look back and go, do you know what? This is who I've become this is how I want the next chapter of life to go. This is how, you know, these are the things that I need to stop doing. These are the things that I need to start doing. So it's kind of, it's kind of at one of those moments of evolution where you kind of get to look back, you can acknowledge what you've done and you kind of get a much clearer vision of the future. And I, there's, I always call it a bit of a gray zone. And there's been a few areas in my life from an Olympic athlete. Well, I nearly went to the Olympic, long story, <laughs> where this has been like a repetitive theme. And I honestly thought, I was like, oh, at 25, I was like, this will be the last time this happens. I'm super clear. But it's uh, pretty fun that I've come up with it again. And I feel like I've grown to a position where I'm, I'm kind of going through that process. But I, I've got the tools to navigate it now. So I don't feel like I, I know when a lot of people hit this this phase of change, they, they feel quite lost. Yeah. Um, but I feel with this next phase, we're very, very clear. And like I was saying, we're just poised and ready to pack a punch really <laughs> yeah you know this reminds me we did an episode with emily fletcher who created a meditation company and she talked about how we're always in three different phases is creation maintenance and destruction and so you know the cool thing about destruction is that it's followed by creation but you know it's like kind of scary sometimes when i'm in maintenance i'm like oof, like this can't last forever because nothing does and so next i'll be in destruction. And it, it's so interesting because I think when you're in that phase where like you're kind of in that gray zone, like you're talking about, or purgatory, you know, like Dante's Inferno vibes, purgatory, it's like, it, it feels so tempting to grab onto something and create a false sense of grounding for yourself. So do you have any practices that keep you feeling safe or grounded in that in-between? Yeah, 100%. Uh, being grounded is everything. If there's one biggest thing that I've learned through my entire story in life is the ability to get still and tune your intuition to a point where it doesn't just become a whisper, it becomes a scream is one of the most vital things in life. Um, and it, I really just implore that people not just raise their own self-awareness, but raise their own skill set with listening to themselves. And, and that's that's hard. Um, that really does require sitting down, doing nothing and just being at one with your thoughts, not picking up your phone and, and also noticing where you, you get distracted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then also journaling on it, like questioning why. Like, why is something not feeling right? Why am I in this position? Why am I suddenly excited about X, Y, Z? And I think just like a child in curiosity mode, the more you can question why, the more you can overcome and the more you can grow. But you can only do that when you get still enough to listen. And um, I'm quite an active person. We've got a coffee brand now, so I'm having coffee thrown at me left, right and center. So energy can go all over the show. (laughs) But I used to do, I literally used to do everything within self-development world. My morning practice was about 20 things. And um, being brutally honest now, if it's just left down to one not like non-negotiable, just sitting down every single morning, just with a pen and paper, don't necessarily have to pressure myself to write or follow any guidance, but just think, like sit at one with your thoughts and just be aware of what comes up and, and write it down and then question it. And I think just if you put something in its simplest format, that one skill practice for a lot of people will probably give them the clarity that they need, especially if they're feeling a little bit lost, especially if they feel like something needs to change. And and more to the point, especially if that intuition is trying to whisper to them or it is actually screaming at them and they're not, they're not paying attention to it. It'll kind of highlight the path that you need to go down. Mm, Okay. I feel like you're the perfect fit for this show. I see why everybody forwarded me 
your name. And I, I feel like um, a lot of people struggle to hear their intuition. They struggle to get still. They struggle to figure out like, what is fear? What is intuition? So I'm curious, um, what's your stance on that? And how does, how does somebody start to hone that intuition in service to just being a top performer or making a change in their life? I think this is how far, how you tune it. I mean, most things these days are embedded in fear, you know, um, and a lot of people don't understand that fear also exacerbates the same emotional demand as excitement. So I think you do need to demand that. I mean, when someone's really excited, they get sweaty palms, the heart rate elevates, you know, it's the exact same symptoms. So I think you've, you've kind of got to get clear. And this is what I was trying to say before is the ability to ask why will uncover something. And like at the end of the day, like let's look at life and what it breaks down to. You've got the two biggest motivations, which are pain or inspiration. Mm-hmm. A lot of us will go through life and we'll wait to be punched in the face and pushed by pain if we don't act on our intuition. And if we get clear on a better future, we'll allow inspiration to pull us into change or pull us into growth. So this is what I was trying to say. It's Clarity, being able to ground, being able to create a vision, being able to listen to your intuition, really with your podcast title, the U-turn, I think are the most fundamental skills in growth, transformation, life creation, business creation. I think it just paves the path for pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. I um I know that you're juggling like six com- six different concepts and you're building brands and your mind holds a lot. So you know, for me, top performance has started to come from food. Like, um, you know, I have become pretty good about what I'm putting in my body and stuff like that, but it wasn't always that way. And that has become such a vehicle for me. And I know that there's many different facets of what people need to address to start to step into the performer that they've always been. And they've never maybe allowed themselves to be. So Um, I don't know, what are some different areas that you think people need to kind of take a look at to say, okay, it's it's time. Hey, U-Turners, this episode is sponsored in part by our friends over at Organifi. My absolute favorite product has got to be their chocolate and vanilla protein powder. Due to my recent diagnosis of Lyme disease, I've been super careful with what I put in my body, and I just smiled from ear to ear when my doctor read the ingredients on the back of their protein powder and gave it the thumbs up. They are gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, vegan, and almost no sugar at all. It is just magical and a miracle that it tastes like anything, let alone something this good. Their chocolate protein powder I love to put in with a nut milk, cashew butter, frozen blueberries, while their vanilla is so good with peanut butter, frozen strawberries, and nut milk in the blender. This smoothie is my absolute fix when I'm hungry anytime or when I have a sweet tooth. It's just so good. I mean, here's the thing. It's tempting to turn to that second or third cup of coffee, but the truth of the matter is that caffeine can only do so much. At some point, We need to look at the root cause of our fatigue, and it turns out that the two main factors in low energy are chronic stress and a lack of nutrition. Organifi's clean, organic superfood blends address these problems head-on with adaptogenic herbs and mushrooms to help you balance your cortisol levels associated with stress, and they make it so much easier with one scoop of protein power to add so many more nutrients into your diet every single day. If you'd like to grab yourself some protein powder or really any of their magical products, just head on over to Organifi.com slash U-Turn. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N and make sure you use the code U-Turn. Again, Y-O-U-T-U-R-N at checkout for 20% off. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Oh, 100%. Um, I, I, well, I used, I've got a few, I've got so many answers for that question. Um, I'm going to give it two of the main ones, which have just immediately come to my head. I use something called the core thought. Um, there's there's a million different journaling or guiding, guidance exercises, but for me, it's always come down to the core four. And I strongly believe that just if you split your life up into these four core areas, uh, create goals, be brutally honest with yourself, like are they actually going the way you want them to? 
and create daily habits in them, you'll thrive in a multi-dimensional, like I always call it four-dimensional living. You'll, we're never in balance, especially if we're moving towards something because, you know, balance is an act. So if you are working towards a goal, be it in business, the balance has to tip in mm. favor for that goal to, to create momentum, but you'll, you'll create a lot much, a lot more balance, balance on the act, so to speak. So no, the core four, everything starts with you. You know, you've got health. So area number one is health. Physical, you've got emotional, you've got spiritual, <laughs> you've got everything, like everything there, mental health, the works, everything starts with you. That's area number one. The reason I say it's area number one is because without you, nothing else works. Mm-hmm. And if we look at human psychology, area number two has to be connection because without connection, we get depressed. As much as a lot of people in business like to be highly independent, that's trauma <laughs> in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. You need people, you need team, you need people, you need your family, you need your friends, you need loved ones. Mm-hmm. And everyone has a diff- like their own bucket to fill with connection. So area number two is love and connection, family, friends, social, team. Mm-hmm. Uh, area number three, which a lot of people seem to put either as area number one or area number two, is business. Mm-hmm. Like what is it you're working towards? Business, purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, business finances, you know, things along the lines of that. It's That one's always very different depending on what the person's doing. Um, if it's a service-based business, if it's B2B, if it's B2C, X, Y, Z. And then area number four, which people only really realize is a priority when they're on the deathbed, which is life, adventure, and growth. Mm. Like, And, and there, you got to remember, area number four is usually the goals that inspire people the most. Mm-hmm. You know, something that's scary something that really elicits excitement like going and running up Kilimanjaro going climbing Machu Picchu trying whitewater rafting sharing an experience with a loved one you know and a lot of us don't set those goals and those tend to be the ones that we neglect Mm -hmm. and we only realize and we we find regret around so the core four area there it's are you clear on those areas like do you have goals do you have a vision of a better tomorrow or something to work towards a lot of the time immediately just from that you can find a problem Mm -hmm. uh then who do you need to become? Like, who do you need to become in those areas? Because if you need something new in those areas, it's going to require a different version of you, which means an up-leveling of a skill set. Then it's radical honesty. Mm. Are you happy in those areas? Like, mm. really, really honest. Like, if you're not happy, something needs to change. So you've created more awareness. And then, like, question number four in that is, if you could just push that area one step forwards this week, what's one habit you could do? So, mm-hmm. for example, if it's health, like, humans have such this I love us I love us we overcomplicate things and just break ourselves and it drives me up the wall it's like a lot of us will look 10 years in the future it's like I'm going to run a marathon (laughs) you know so they'll immediately start by trying to run 10k and they've never even put the shoes on to run or even walk 5k you know it's like what is the first most easiest step that you know you can win at that you can do this week and that could just be if you wanted to run a marathon, just putting your shoes on and just walk in 5K for seven days and just show yourself that you can do that because motivation, progress, and consistency comes from seeing yourself win. If you're setting yourself up with goals where you're not going to see yourself win, the pyramid collapses on itself. You become demotivated, you disconnect, and it gets pushed to the side until you come around to it again. Yeah. So, um, I mean, with regards to the core four exercise, that's the key thing that I'd say really does shed awareness create clarity for a lot of people and also gives them that inspirational pull because they've then got something to work for mm-hmm. um and they can also see the pains you yeah. know um that's the major thing and then the other exercise which immediately jumped to me is this is something i found not just this is something i've done personally which has helped me a lot um intuition so like when you really look at things the thoughts are the language of the mind your emotions um or the thoughts are the language of the mind your emotions are the language of the body. Your emotions create your actions and your actions create your habits, which creates your reality. So something that I always used to do was um, I'd actually connect it. And I think this really helped me with my intuition. So every single day when I was really going through my own U-turn, like one of my U-turns was so harsh, like it, it led to depression and massive anxiety. And it took me a like I really had to a get comfortable with asking for help, being vulnerable. You know, I had to. Re- it really cracked a lot of doors open for a lot of things. But one of the exercises that really helped me was um, breaking it down, like break everything down. Like emotions will store as physical pain, so you've got to ask things like, "What are my thoughts saying to me today?" 
and just journal free flow question that next one what are my emotions saying today how do i emotionally feel area number three what is my energy saying today area number four what is my physical body saying today mm. and suddenly you start to see disconnect or you start to notice that you know what I'm emotionally feeling under pressure. My body's feeling tight. So you can start to connect a lot of things just from, from doing that little thing as well, just getting clear on that sort of stuff. I love what you're sharing. And I feel like for so many people, that level of action and clarity and writing things down and self-evaluation is so good. I also think what's so interesting about the self-help space and, and goal setting is that sometimes the real work is in self-acceptance. Like Sometimes it's like you actually don't need to be elsewhere. Your work is to stop going elsewhere with everything and being where you are. And I know that there's probably someone that needs that message. And then there's plenty of people who need the action side of things. So I'm curious, um, you know, from a health standpoint, what are some things that you would start looking at? Because for me, I think about like um, getting a food sensitivity test. I think about, um, you know, like for example, Everly Wells website, um, they have, you know, a, a test you can get from home. I think about, um, I mean, God knows what else, like basic labs, like going to your annual physical, looking at your blood work and and seeing is, is there, or, or hydrating, like, you know, everybody wakes up chronically dehydrated and with brain fog and Apparently we breathe, our breathing releases like a liter of water over the night. So yeah, I'm just curious, yeah. like from a health standpoint, I can tell that you work out obviously. So like, what are some of the things that you really stand by to in that box when it comes to setting goals? Look, I am um, not a lot of, well, one of my first ever businesses, we built a, a very large online health platform. Uh, we had people all over the world on it. It was, it was massive. And I actually studied functional medicine for about four or five years and, um, be brutal. I'm going to be brutally honest here. Like people don't understand the implications of emotional health and stress, and how that is the biggest thing for physical health. Like your emotional health will. If you don't address that shit, mm -hmm. you know you can't. It's that's going to be the root of most things. So for a lot of people, like I'd start there. And the best things you can do for health, what I personally found was breath work. Breath work for me changed my life. And I never, I put it off for so long and it cracked the egg on so much stuff. And that gave me radical self-awareness as well. Um, cold, uh, cold therapy. So starting doing cold baths, stuff along the lines of that. And then obviously like when it comes down to hydration, hydration's massive, yeah. <laughs> like period, <laughs> like yeah. we should all be doing that. Um, and then you can get into the nitty gritty. I mean, like hydration, water's predominantly dead anyway. So actually putting the electrical charge back into it with electrolytes, eating healthy food. But like a lot of the time when it comes down, down to health and people's doing habits is we look at what everyone else is doing. We look at Joan, John and Jane. And there's a saying I always used to use when I was speaking predominantly on health, which I've not done for years, which is like one man's poison can be another man's remedy. And yeah. again, you've got to be so in tune with you, your body, you like what works for me will not work for you. You know, like you've got to go through that and work, work out what's yeah. what the best diet for you. Pescatarian is the best thing for me. If I go vegan or vegetarian because of my size, I am done. My energy levels are gone, you know? Um, so it's like, you've got to find out what works best for you. I love that. And I think that's the, I think that's the major thing. I think life we've got, we spend so much of our time on here admiring the world that we don't, look at what works best for us. And I think only when you start to spend time with yourself and experiment with yourself and use that childhood trait of curiosity and be willing to try new things, you know, then you start to try. I mean, I know we were speaking about the whole spiritual stuff. Yeah. I was so shut off to that sort of stuff. And I mean, like now I try and carry it where I'm very realistic with it, but like actually meditating, <laughs> I would never have done. If you looked at the old modeling photos of me jacked up at 115 kilogram, there's chance on earth you would have got that big dude doing breath work meditating and you know what it was the thing that changed his life yeah so, <laughs> you got to be willing to to try new things well the people who don't have five minutes to meditate are the ones that need to do it the most it's like if you don't have five minutes to meditate you need to meditate um <laughs> and you know and all you know i love that yeah yeah 100%. i was reading some data on stress the other day i love reading data i don't know what's going on with me with that but i saw that 
the research is showing throughout the pandemic, Americans, you know, no surprise, were more stressed out. Europeans were less stressed out, which is interesting. And nine out of 10 workers worked an extra hour a day throughout the pandemic. And so they're more burnt out than ever. And I truly believe that burnout comes when you're, I mean, obviously there's a physical element to it and overworking element, but I think it's really just defined to me when you're just on a path that's not for you and you just keep walking on it, that's going to burn you out. And I think it's just feedback, like it's time to make a U-turn. But I also saw that 77% of people experience stress that affects their physical health. Um, and, And so we are just in a time right now where you know, there's the, the air is less high quality. You, you're looking at the global warming. I just looked at a map of the United States and it's literally on fire. It's, it's terrifying. If anybody, oh, wants yeah, to. I saw. Yeah. If you Google fires in the United States, it's just like one big fire. Yeah. And but global warming doesn't exist. Eh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. And then even, you know, Afghanistan, you know, when I worked in national security, my program was Afghanistan and I was aware of what was um, happening now w- would happen. Um, and so it's just like the world is such a high stress place with so much going on and allergens in the environment. And it's so important to just get back to the basics. I feel like all my friends in the wellness space are like, have some green juice, get turmeric latte. And I'm like, I'm all for it, but just make sure you drank enough water and got enough sleep last night. Like, let's start there. Um, okay. So from a health standpoint, you know, breath work uh, and everybody listening, check out Sam Skelly over at pause breath work. She has a free breath work and I love her. Um, and then connection, like, I feel like you are juggling so many businesses and I would type you in my head with my biases as like, okay, this is a business guy. So he probably doesn't have time for all of his friends or for like a romantic partner. Like, how do you juggle that? Or do you? I'm the, one of the most free people in the world. (laughs) Team, team. Yeah. You've got to be able to connection leadership is about, is all about building a team. Yeah. And and that's the major thing. Like I will never be in a business where I'm I'm strapped. I will never sacrifice love, relationships, friendships and family for a business because connection love for me is one of my major values in life. Period. And I I've learned that the hard way, which has made me a stronger leader and team builder. You know? And um it's it's all about who you surround yourself with. A lot of a lot of people who I speak to especially in business who think they're entrepreneurs are actually solopreneurs where they're just trying to build everything themselves, which mm. again is trauma, control mm. trauma. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, so you, you've got to, you've got to break that down. I mean, I did that. I burnt myself out. I, I love what you're saying as well about burnout. I've, I always say there's a few different levels to it. And I think most people hit like a soul burnout where yeah. there's just nothing left to give mm-hmm. and it floors you, you know, I think it shows as physical, mental, and then I think you just hit a point when it's game over, you know, and I think that's what a lot of people get to, especially where we are in the world. But um, yeah, connection's a big one. Connection's a big one. And I mean, all all of these things for me now, like I live my life off my values. I mean, I've even got them tattooed down my arm, like my core values in life, you know? And um, if something doesn't feel right, I, it gets changed immediately. Um, I've always lived in business with the principle of you, you've got to be fast to, 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 turn, to, to turn to keys which is number one, the ability to turn something and the ability to turn it off, mm. you know, and um, a lot of people can turn something on or half turn it on and just hang on for living life. You yeah. know what I mean? So for me, if something needs to change, it gets changed imminently. You know, if I notice that I'm not connecting with the people close to me, I value those relationships more than anything. So yeah. I'll, I'll do what I need to do in order to, to make that work. I did a survey on Instagram because a lot, I get a lot of DMS around friends. I have a really beautiful group of friends and I, I can see that. Yeah. You're a glowing human. Thank you. I really love them. And I went on a little retreat with them before COVID. And what really struck me was they said, do you have any trauma from other women? We were in a circle and I was like, I don't really feel like I do. I feel like that's not an area of my life where I'm hurt. I don't feel like I've gotten hurt by women. I feel safe with women. Like I feel you know, um, and, and every single friend I had, had like a really sad story about some, someone who hurt them. And when I did the Instagram poll of like, do you feel like you have a friend that you could truly turn to 25, 30%, I believe said no. So I'm curious, um, for somebody who's kind of doing the health goals now they're in connection. Um, 
what what do you suggest? Because you're kind, you feel like me, like you feel like you can go make friends and and be social, and it's just natural for me. So sometimes when people message me about this, I struggle with what to say because I'm like, this is just me. So I don't know what feedback do you have on that. You got to go and find your people. Um, look, everything starts from you. If you don't know who you are, you're not going to find your people. Period. The 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 U-turn. You've got to look inwards. What are the things that excite you the most? What are the things that make you the happiest? You know, what are the things you value in people? Like the more you know those things, the easier you'll be it to find your people, the 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 stronger your boundaries will become. And that's unfortunately what a lot of people don't. And they'll jump from social circle to social circle and then live with this. I had it like you, you, especially in the fitness industry. I don't belong in the fitness industry. And for years I was showing up to events and stuff like that to speak. And I was in like anxiety. I didn't want to be there. I fucking hated it. Hey, U-Turners, for this quick interruption, I want to take a moment to say thank you to our incredible sponsors over at SaneBox, an artificial intelligence-powered email tool that has been a game changer for freeing up my time and boosting my productivity. So with more than 200 to 300 billion emails going out per day and over 7 trillion emails going out each year, it's really no secret that email is kind of slowly killing all of us. In fact, recent data shows that more than half of employees feel like their email is killing them, and another study found that almost 50% of the time that managers spend tending to their inboxes is spent on emails that should have never been sent to them in the first place or didn't even require their answer. This is where SaneBox comes in. With the press of just one magical button, I've been able to say goodbye to all of those time-wasting emails and hello to my sanity and my schedule again. Seriously, everyone needs them. So when you sign up at sanebox.com slash U-Turn, that's S-A-N-E-B-O-X dot com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N, you'll get 14 days for free and $25 off their super affordable membership if you decide to join and you love it as much as I do. And once you'll do that, you'll be able to easily sign into your current email box. And with a click of the button, you can integrate SaneBox. And I am not very tech savvy, but I've got to admit, this was super easy. And from there, you'll see under your inbox folder and your sent folder, a couple new folder friends. One is going to be called Sane Later, which is pretty much code for spammy emails that you don't need to see. And the other folder you'll see is called the Sane Black Hole, where you can drag and drop emails into both of these folders that you don't want to be subscribed to anymore. Between mailing lists and cold sales emails, I'm at 100 black hole emails per week. Such a big time saver. And my Sane Later box that takes all of these other emails I don't really need in my inbox, I check it once a week or so, and I'm always so pleasantly surprised to see over hundreds and hundreds of emails in there that I never needed to even see. The black hole will use artificial intelligence to get to know you and eventually auto-place emails in there to support your productivity. I check it weekly, like I said, and there's really nothing I'd have changed. What a gift. It is like a magic trick for your inbox. As I mentioned, head on over now to sanebox.com slash U-Turn. That's S-A-N-E box.com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N to access 14 days of Sanebox for free, as well as a $25 credit for a serious discount on their super affordable membership. If you're anything like me, you are going to be in love with it. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Well, anxiety you know, is such it, a feedback mechanism, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I always say it's um, your soul alerting you that you, you know what I mean? It's like you, you're on the wrong path. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's um, one of the biggest things, but that's the biggest thing. It's like if you're being alerted that you're not being your true authentic self or around your true people, then again, something needs to change. Um, yeah. And and again, just like I said, it all it all starts with you. You've got to connect to what matters. The more you've got that relationship with yourself, the more you know who you are, not with the identity of I am the entrepreneur. You know, when when no one's watching you, when you know you're stripped of nothing and you're on your own, like who's that person? Yeah. And once you know that, that person, then you'll find your circle. And um, that was one of the biggest things I found. Like I was traveling the world for about six years, and um, like I I always struggled to fit in in England always always did and then I kind of went on this like self-discovery journey and all this sort of stuff and you know what I mean you just the more you, that's the biggest thing I found the more you go and do the things that make you you that make you happiest you find your people and 
you, you'll find the people if you're struggling in love that you'll want to build a relationship with because you've got mutual grounds, you've got mutual excitements, you've got mutual things of happiness that you can do together as well. You know, it's, it's all that. Yeah. Well, you know, and one tip that I give people, um, cause I love that you're talking about how you feel basically like noticing how people make you feel, which is so interesting because mentally we have checkboxes for things but like pursuing things that make you feel good, pursuing interests that you have and meeting people that feel good, that's it. And it's like, sometimes we look for like a prototype. Is it a feeling is everything. And so that's your life. That's your experience. How something feels. It's if I had a penny for every um, celebrity that has come into my coaching practice and told me that, you know, they would, they, this goal is going to make them feel good. And then they have a breakdown because it didn't feel like what they thought it would. It's just insane. And so I think, you know, finding you that think part of that's so because we're disconnected from our feelings. A lot of people are numb. A lot of people medicate. Yeah. A lot of people distract. A lot of people over caffeinate. A lot of people numb through food. You've got to think like you're taught from a young age, young age. Parents don't know they're doing this. Every time a child's upset or crying and you give that child a chocolate bar, you're ingraining a self-soothing habit in that adult when it's older. That Every time it's anxious, it's going to crave sugar. Mm. Our entire life, we've been taught to numb our feelings in some way, shape or form. And when you really break a goal down to what it is or what not, it is a feeling like, why does someone want the business? It's to feel X, Y, Z. Like behind every goal is a feeling. Majority of people, it's confidence or acceptance, you know? Um, So I think that's one of the biggest things is like, how in tune are you with your own feelings? Because not a lot of people are associating the goals that they're chasing with the feelings that they want to feel. And usually a feeling you can create in a moment like now. Yeah, exactly. I love that. And I'll be, I'll be happy when, like how many times do you hear that? I feel like punching people when they say that I'll be happy when I've lost a stone. I'll be happy when I've hit my first 10 K month. I'm like, no motherfucker. You you can be happy now. (laughs) Stop. Like stop. Yeah. It's, it's an illusion. We are so in the illusion. Um, well, for anyone who's trying to create friends, one thing that I always recommend is make a dinner reservation in four weeks for four people and um, join a couple Facebook groups that feel like they have a common interest for you, like do some research and just post in the group in your area like, hey, I booked a reservation at this place who's available to come. Or or maybe you get one person to come and you say, hey, I have a reservation with a couple of people and there's one more spot at the table. We're talking about this. We're hanging out about this. Who wants to come? And I think putting yourself out there like that, such a muscle. You know, I, yeah. I fortunately don't have that much fear of rejection anymore. You know, maybe it's like rejection therapy. I've been rejected so many times. I'm just like, it's fine. But um, putting that little reservation out there, I think sometimes just putting those empty seats with the intention of filling them um, or reaching out to somebody that you think looks really fun and just being honest and saying, I think you look so fun and I would love to have a coffee and just be friends. Um, some people are going to be a no, like their life is at capacity. Other people's people will be a Yes. And the work is not making it mean anything about you, you know? So I love that you talk about connection. Okay. So obviously this is a big one, especially with this podcast. The third area that you talk about is business and purpose and finances. Talk to me about that because the I'll be happy win is, you know, really common with business and money and all that kind of stuff. Business is a big one, but unfortunately, a lot of people miss the mark. They try to build the business before they know who they are. I I spent years building a business that I hated and resented because mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted out of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to think a business is the transportation model. It's the bus model to the lifestyle that you want to create. So you tell me how you want to live. If you want to live a life traveling the world, you can't build a geographically locked business. Mm-hmm. You know, if like thing people don't understand that, and you've got to you've got to me- mesh the two. Who are you? What do you really want? How do you want to live? You know, mm-hmm. know this, then what's the business model that works for that? Like, you know, and I think that's the key thing. A lot of people are just doing business for the sake of doing business because Gary Vee's made it cool on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. And, you know what I mean? Hustle, hustle. But like, if, if you're someone who values your kids and your family, you don't want a lot of stress in life. Like there's business models now or investment things that you can go and do that will give you that lifestyle. Like you can work so smart at the minute. And I think that's one of the major things is again, we don't know what we want. So we'll just go and do something for the sake of money or just doing something. Yeah. Um, And that's why we say like, it's amazing how many things I've spoke at where I've actually broke this down and people aren't turning that key off. Mm-hmm. because they didn't they, they don't know what they want to do and they're just doing something and it's it's amazing when people find personal clarity in themselves 
like how suddenly everything's like I, I don't actually want to be doing this and then shut it down like yeah. so many people hold on to something that's causing so much pain you know if it's yeah. if it's done shut it down let's go again you know yeah. a lot of us have really bad perceptions on time like a lot of people like uh, in their 20s with a business that they hate <laughs> and they won't shut it down because of pride and ego like well, that, yeah, that's what's down, so you know? crazy like in my business it's like the amount of people that will come in and say I I really don't like this but there's so much growth potential and I'm like why would you want to grow something you hate? Like, yeah. you know, it's like a weed in your garden. Like, oh, wow. Just because it has growth potential doesn't mean you want it to be there. So I think um, this is really huge with business. Um, what is a question that you would ask anyone? Because I, I think there's a lot of budding entrepreneurs right now that are like, I want to create a side hustle or something like that. And maybe they don't know. And you were saying you built a business because when you didn't know yourself, Um I do think businesses can morph, like as you change your services or your products yeah, yeah. do, obviously. But like, what is some feedback you have for the person listening right now that's thinking like, oh, I wish I could start a business, but I don't know what it is. I'd say like, you've got two ways of looking at this. Like a lot of people, like the whole finding purpose thing and all that sort of stuff. Like, like we're in an amazing world now. And um, like, if you, I don't know, like, look, if you like these for example, like if you're some crazy ass person that likes blue highlighters, you can build a business or something where you will find at least 3,000 people all over the world that love highlighter pens. You yeah. know, you could create a business for that. Like whatever you're excited about personally now, like if it's Pokemon, Pikachu, there, there, there are nerds out there which will go crazy for Pikachus. Like whatever you personally love, no matter how weird it is at the minute, there are people out there who are hard. the same as you, like like desperate for that community or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think there's, there's, there's a real importance, again, of going back to like, like, what do you really love doing and build something around that? Yeah. You know, like you with this podcast, you like connecting to people, you like speaking, you clearly learn whilst you're doing it. Like this, even though you're doing it for fun at the minute, you can monetize this with sponsorships and X, Y, Z. Like, just do the things that you love and follow suit. And I think a lot of people focus so much on the money instead of the joy. And I think when you find the joy, the money follows. And I think that's yeah. the, the issue we've got is find what brings joy to your life, find happiness, and success will follow suit. Yeah. And make sure you know what your skills are, which is like, you know, if you haven't read my book, I talk a lot about that. But it's, the other thing I'd add to that as well is at the t- like when I look back at my journey, I didn't know like I didn't know at that point, but I went and did everything. I went and did everything. I did coaching, public speaking, I went and did finances, global. I tried everything, investing. And I was like, do you know what? Like at the end of the day, I'm a speaker, I'm a communicator, I'm a visionary, I'm a strategist, and I'm a leader. I'm just gonna focus on those four things. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I'm in my element doing that. I won't do anything else. I will just do these four things and things grow and, you know, you attract your people and you, you make waves. Yeah. You own who you are. I mean, I think about this podcast. I did it for three years, just really loving it. And it wasn't even that I was doing it for free. I was paying to do it because it cost money to get it edited and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And it was only just to host it. Yeah. I was just paying for this thing because I really loved it and I loved what it meant to me. And, um, now that it's making money, which by the way, you guys, if you hear my sponsors and you're interested, please support the podcast and buy from our sponsors. I only choose good ones. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, it's a special kind of money when you are paid to be you. And I always tell my mom, I'm like, the podcast money is the best kind because I love that show so much. I'm going to do it whether they pay me or not, you know? But you don't, you're not working for it, are you? It's no. just, you just, you're not a human doing, you're a human being. You're being who you are and getting paid for who you be. Not but that's a game of patience, right? Like people, the, the thing is, people will quit so soon, you know? And when they really have to stay the course and, love something enough and be in alignment with their skills enough where they're willing to willing to eat shit sometimes, you know, like I was like for this show, like (laughs) totally there's a cost of admission, right? Like happiness isn't for the faint of heart. It's not easy. Happiness can be so inconvenient, you know, um, the amount of relationships I've had with really good guys 
that I've left because I'm like, there's something off and I know there's something better and I'm going to wait for it. It, the, the amount of times in business I've turned down deals. Um, the first book deal I got, I refunded them because they wanted to change my vision too much. It's like the amount of inconvenience that we need to be willing to go through sometimes for the sake of that higher vision of happiness is so big. Um, and so I'm, I'm really glad that you're talking about these things of how things feel, you know? Yeah, but like, like, look what you've just said, you, your, your clues to your successor in your language, you're intuitively in tune. You made those decisions based off feeling your intuition. You were listening. Yeah. A lot of people don't. Yeah. 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 A lot of people settle. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because sometimes over the years, I felt like a bigger mess than other people. Like they're married with kids and they look like they're going forward and, you know, they're in a job that's so stable. Whereas I'm always building this business and I've, you know, letting go of this thing and grabbing onto that thing. But I feel like I'm ascending. I feel like I'm really going upward on the soul line, you know, and not just outward on the goal line in my life. And I feel like um, that's where the fulfillment is. And and speaking of fulfillment, your fourth thing that you'd mentioned was life, adventure, growth. Um, This is where I'm really, I feel like an expert is is this one, but you're saying a lot of people aren't. So what, what is your feedback around this one? And, and what can people consider around this other piece of their fulfillment? Like how many of those, like look at deathbed confessions of the, the, what, what people's famous last words are. Yeah. So I wish I would have had the courage to life. I to live the life I would have lived. I wish I didn't care about other people's opinions as much as I did. And, uh, I never got to do anything on my bucket list. Yeah. You know, they're the three biggest things that most people who are dying say. Like your fourth area is the one that a lot of people will look back on and regret not doing, you know? And this is a lot of people like, oh my God, you're always doing stuff. And I'm like, because it's such a high priority in life. Like I don't want to be on my deathbed and go, I never got to do that. Yeah. And unfortunately the world's conditioned us where we, you got to work through your best years and live in your, your weakest years. And it doesn't have to be like that. Like you should be living life in your best years, go and experience it all, go and see all the cultures, go and live life, life at its fullest and experience everything whilst you're at your best, whilst your mental health is there, whilst your memory's there. Um, not when you're 50, 60. Yeah. You know, this yeah. reminds me of Tony Robbins. What did he say? He said, discipline is light, regret, regret weighs tons. Um, and I do think we're living in a time of quick fixes. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like discipline is so unsexy, but you know, the discipline that I have with food um, and eating healthy and cooking has given me so much freedom. It's liberated me because I feel so good. So I used to have, you know, all you guys know my little snack accidents that I used to have, but you know, those held me hostage. You know, I freaking love cupcakes, but give, they give me a headache and I can't think for two hours. God damn those cupcakes. I just love them. I wish they loved me too. Um, but like with what you're saying, it's compound interest. You know, yeah. like if you don't brush your teeth like once a week, it's not really going to make a difference. But if yeah. you don't brush your teeth 20 days out of the month, that's going to compound and be negative. You know, it's like you're doing the small things daily which accumulate in the long term and unfortunately a lot of people look for the short-term thing and it snaps them you know they get they get bit by it instead of looking for what's going to actually provide the future that they want like with you and health your goal is now long term isn't it i presume from what you said it's there's a longer term attachment to it yeah Yeah. well so okay as we're finishing i i want to ask you what's the best advice you've ever gotten or what is a motto or something that you, a quote that you live by? Um, the quote that I've got big tattoo running down my arm, which is uh, you can only live life moving forwards, but you can, you, you have to live life looking forwards, but you can only understand it looking backwards. It'd mm-hmm. be the other one. And then um, probably one of the biggest things that I'd say to like, people is like you are worthy and you are loved i think not a lot of people hear that and i don't think a lot of people believe that in themselves and i think that's what really stops a lot of people mm-hmm. is self-worth and you know what i mean i think when you can give people those two things people blossom 
yeah, we're all made of the same stuff. Cut us open. It looks the same pretty much. So I, I love the reminder of the worthiness. Um, well, where can everybody find you? What are some products you've got going on that people need to check out? Oh, there's a lot. Uh, how long have I got? <laughs> yeah, we can go. Uh, so uh, website will be back up. So it'll be Simon Hall, pretty much all of Google, Simon Hall BC on Instagram. Um, we will be firing our podcast live again in the coming months. And then other businesses, if you if you like coffee, which I never thought I'd be selling, but for some strange reason, my life path has <laughs> found me doing this. And I'm actually loving it because of what we're doing and where we're going in the world with it. So we've got a coffee, we've got loads of things like personal performance drinks and stuff like that, which are all coming out under the Godhead brand, which is a little passion project that got a bit too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And the Nourish Group, which is the umbrella business of pretty much everything that we do. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited that we made this happen. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thanks for, uh, thanks for finding me. Thanks so much for tuning into the U-Turn podcast. And again, thank you so much to our sponsors, Organifi, Soul CBD, SaneBox, and so much more. We are here because of you and our listeners. Thanks so much for checking out our sponsors. We always pick people we trust and for listening to the show, for writing reviews. Can't wait to talk to you next week. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.